Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the DDP. I'm Paul, and it's the 26th day of October. Uh, check out paulwhiteministries.com if it's been a while. We are always putting new material up every day, some new audio drops. It's this podcast and then two new videos a week. There's some things in the store and some stuff behind the paywall. Um, but most everything there is free, and we just try to put out a, a smorgasbord of goodness for you for you to enjoy. And if the Holy Spirit prompts you to help us in this endeavor, then we we believe that you know how to follow His voice and whatever He prompts you to do to help us financially. It makes it possible for us to continue to do this. And so, just give as the Lord has blessed you or leads you. That no no. Uh, guilt or shame or condemnation. We just ask you to follow the Spirit, and we have a few links there on our website to make that possible. Also, my address is at the bottom of the homepage. If you prefer to write or to to give that way, uh, you can do so. I don't say a lot about that, um, but I do feel prompted to occasionally. I also want to let you know that as of the time that I'm recording this, which of course is a couple weeks ahead of its release, we are in the review stage of the final layout of our new book. The book, in other words, the book came back to me from the uh, from those who lay it out. Once we submit all the files, they lay the book out. It comes back to me for a final pass through, and so I'm going through the book, making sure it looks the way we want it to look and feels the way we want it to feel. And then the turnaround gets really quick. So uh, I'm hoping that by the time this airs, we will be completely combed through the book. And then hopefully the printing, uh, which I was told will not take very long, it does look like we're going to have this ready for, for shipping in time for Christmas. And so uh, we will keep you posted, but I encourage you to go to our ministry store and get your pre-ordered copy uh, we're going to be putting out a video very soon in regards to all of that. And in fact, it might even be out by the time this podcast airs, but certainly very, very soon. Okay, today we move on in the Apostles' Creed to the line, He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. Um, some versions of the Creed say, He ascended into heaven, sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, sort of a repeat of the first line. Uh, the, the, the way the creed starts, I believe in God the Father Almighty. Um, in any case, I want to focus today on He ascended into heaven and will save seated at the right hand of the Father for tomorrow. I think the ascension is one of the most under-celebrated moments in the life and ministry of Jesus. And I think it's to our detriment. We don't have a lot of talk or sermons about the ascension because I think for the most part, Many of us kind of treat the ascension like a postscript on a letter. It's kind of like the P.S. Oh, P.S., one more thing. I read a writer who said oftentimes the ascension is treated like an epilogue at the end of a book where you try to tell everyone what happened to the main characters. You know, it's kind of like that scene at the end of the movie where they put up, uh, you know, Bobby went on to go to this school and started a firm and got married and and then it goes to the next character and tells you what they did. And I think we kind of treat the ascension that way, like the story's over. Jesus has lived and died and was buried and resurrected. And then he ascended is kind of like, well, that's why you can't see him anymore. 
But I think we can do better than that. I want to read from Acts 1. I'm going to read a few more verses than normal. I'm going to read verses 6 to 11. This is the Acts version of this ascension story. When they had come together, the disciples asked Jesus, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. And that, of course, has caused all kinds of theories on what it looks like when Jesus returns. And I'll save that for other other times. But I do want to point out that for the disciples watching Jesus ascend into heaven, it wasn't I don't think we should frame it in eschatological language only. It's what we tend to do with that. For them, it indicated that the ascent that the ascension indicated that the resurrected Jesus continued on. The resurrected Jesus that they had seen, they had walked with, they had just been holding a conversation with, didn't just disappear like he had the last. 40 days, he would come and go, boom, he walks in the middle of the room, then he's gone. This resurrected Jesus went up out of their sight. They watched him go up into heaven so that there was no mystery. He was continuing onward in a resurrected state. I hope I'm making that clear. The Jesus they had seen to this point seemed to disappear and appear, disappear and appear. But this Jesus took that resurrected form and ascended out of their midst, which showed them that resurrection continues and it shows us. This is why we ought to preach the ascension because the resurrection is not cyclical. It's not just like spring. You know, the flowers come, but they die. The leaves bloom, but they're going to fall off. No, the resurrection isn't a cycle. It's not even a thing in the past. Because of the ascension, the resurrection lives on. It is a continuous thing. The sun is always rising. Let me say it this way. The S-O-N was rising up into the heavens. Therefore, the sun, the S-U-N, is always rising in our resurrected reality. This is the dawn of continuous joy. Plus, the ascension also means that he's not some spirit that moved in and out in a resurrected body. The ascension means he's a resurrected man. He moves into the next dimension as a resurrected human, giving promise to those left on the earth that there is more. Paul would say that Jesus as a resurrected man was the first fruits among many of his brethren. 1 Corinthians 15, 20, the first fruits of those who have died. And that, that happened because they saw him go. He didn't just stop showing up one day. Can you imagine? He's in the room. He's not in the room. They see him on the beach. They don't see him anymore. And then one day they just don't see him anymore. They go, well, what happened? The ascension is necessary because it shows that Jesus lives on. 
And then tomorrow, we're going to talk about him seated at the right hand of the Father and why that's essential. We'll see you then. God bless.